0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. This is episode two hundred and twenty-six. For tonight, we're going to talk about Wrath of Man and Invincible episodes one through four on Amazon. Roger, Chris, how are you, gentlemen? How are you guys? You didn't introduce yourself. You came in hard
1: too. You did. I, did. I was great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell, joining me as always.
1: Uh, it's me, Roger <laughs> and I'm Christopher Bond. <laughs> Great start. I to,
0: well, I, I know that you know one of us is pressed for time. Anyway, so what's going so on? So pressed for time,
1: before. I refuse to introduce myself. Well,
0: <laughs> 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 you assume people knew who you are at this point. Nope. Not how uh, are how? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the
1: show. <laughs> How how are you guys? What's going on? Good. Yeah, pretty good today. It's a, it's Chris weird. is drinking a regular Coca Cola, and it's freaking me out a little bit. Yeah. Well, you. Yeah. Well, you know so. what?
0: I've actually started drinking at work. Is they they purchase those little tiny cans. Like it's perfect. I don't. You want have to drink like eight of them. No, one is fine. I don't want all that Coke. It's good. I had a I had a Coke Zero today. Those are good with my lunch. So that's going. Roger, what's going on with you? How was your last week, man?
1: Boring. I start vacation today though, so it's exciting. Yeah. We're filming. We're recording this on Monday instead of Sunday. Yeah, so. it's weird.
0: Monday night yeah. to accommodate everyone's schedule. It's weird, but it is what it is. Man, we watched nice. some. We watched some good movies though this week, guys. We actually lucked out with two really good things on our plate this week. Mm-hmm. Love that. Well, also I mean the Incredible this, Violence. This might be two weeks in a row <laughs> where
2: we're very positive about the about the movies. Well,
0: okay, well see Wrath of Man, that was that's a given violent. But then we we start watching and I start watching Invincible and like at the end of the first episode, I'm like, "Wow, this is like
2: this is really <laughs> listen to this guy." I started watching Invincible. Like you just naturally wanted to watch the show, and like it was your idea. We something. we had a
1: large argument about whether we should watch Jupiter's uh, Jupiter's, seen, Legacy, 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 Jupiter's Legacy, Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix, or Invincible. And Jupiter's Legacy, which I'm sure we might get around to it yeah. at some time, is horribly critically reviewed. <laughs> yeah, and Invincible is not. So invisible is quite well, the opposite. Trust me, of that we probably made the right call. <laughs> so you're welcome.
0: All right. Well, anything else going on this week, guys? Anything at all?
2: Uh no, nothing. Watching little, watching my six year old play softball is both
0: wonderful and. Torturous, joyful
1: pain. <laughs> that's that,
0: that's got to be so frustrating, too. Oh, joyful yes. pain <laughs>
1: an experience.
0: I love seeing her out there. There's a
1: lot of fatherhood that's joyful pain. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's a good way to describe it. All right, all right, all right. This is episode 226 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and send much posts each and every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. That's New York time on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Amazon Music. That's two. 2 a.m.
1: for ULA folks out there. Yeah.
0: Yes. Each (laughs) and every week we start with the box office current and upcoming releases, what streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. Gentlemen, let's get into the box office that we actually haven't since it's Monday. It's kind of we're late on this. Spiral the book of saw 8.8 million this past weekend. Reagan has totaled 8.8. Just a quick note. I've actually heard from some people. This is without a doubt the best entry in the Saw series, and I I'm going to reserve. there's no way it's better than Saw 1. Yeah, there's. I mean, Saw 1 is, I, I think, How
1: can you say that? You're being that guy. There's there's no no way. Being you like, haven't I'll, seen it. I'll be that
2: guy. There's no <laughs> way it's better than Saw 1. of so the, the first Saw, I want you to walk is... in
0: and be
1: like, that was so much better than Saw 1.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all I, right, all right. I, of, I do. Wrath of Man, 3.7 million, bringing us worldwide to just shy of 56 million, 55.9. Number three, Those Who Wish Me Dead, a disappointing 2.8. It's worldwide comes to 7.2 million. Demon Slayer, Mugen and Train, continues to pummel with 1.8 million domestic bringing it worldwide to 437 million dollars. Yeah, Moog and Train. We're gonna have to talk about that one soon. So we are receiving reasons, we are receiving requests from people to talk about that one. Yep. So we might as well. Which do is that good because we never
1: jumped into an unwatched anime. To talk about a movie before. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. <laughs> And for its, like, ninth or tenth week at number
0: five, Ray and the Last Dragon, 1.7 million, bringing worldwide to 1 to 107 million.
2: Is there just nothing else to take the number five spot? Is no, that but really there, is...
0: there will be, though, because, I mean, stuff's coming out. There hasn't out been also, enough you know. new stuff yet, yeah, so. Yeah. Stuff's but we're getting over. to the
1: point where it should start to push stuff around. Good yeah, it start to really trickle out.
0: Uh, so nothing really has changed in the release window. Good. But, um, nothing... A whole lot. So we're, we're, we're looking, of course, at May to start us off. Uh, next week, well, this week was, of course, Finding You, Spiral from the Book of Saw, Those Who Wish Me Dead, Woman in the Window. Woman in the Window is Netflix. Uh, that's um, Amy Adams. Uh, next week is Army of the Dead. That goes to Netflix and Theatrical. It's just Theatrical this week. Which I'm really excited to see that movie. And then May 28th is Cruella and A Quiet Place Part 2. Actually, the payroll accountant from army of the dead i'm actually living with she will uh she wants to join us for that episode so her shenanigans will be will join our shenanigans oh
1: can i say something about corella real quick for just a second after, after watching about,
0: about the other payrolls That's
1: i mean fine. yeah sure um hey. however so i saw you crawls rated pg-13 yeah i saw that all right like isn't that kind of weird? i was just kind of like oh weird there's so it is going to be like a weird batman origin story <laughs>
0: Well, PG PG thirteen means suggestive. So, I mean, I give oh. it, given the nature of the trailer we saw, I would have, I could have called that one from the very first trailer the PG thirteen. It is pretty
1: suggestive. So, and I mean, I'm sure yeah. there's smoking because mm-hmm. that they get you really. in a bad place anymore. Yeah, yeah. because yep. no one smoked in the early 1900s at all ever.
2: Nobody ever. Yeah, but isn't it kind of jarring sometimes to see movies where everyone's just smoking?
1: It depends on the period. It depends yeah. on the time frame. well so you said a movie like listen if. You know, um, next Marvel movie, you've had eighteen people walking around smoking like chain smoking cigarettes. You <laughs> think, whoa, what the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah. But you know, you watch a uh, a gangster movie set in the '30s; they're just going to be, you know, yeah. smoking cigarettes like nobody's <laughs> business.
0: And I love the time when doctors used to smoke in hospital rooms. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's awesome. Fair. Awesome. I don't know if that's awesome, but I mean, you're wrong. Something. <laughs> smoking
1: is cool. Don't you know? Stop
0: that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ford Love of Samo does not condone cigarette smoking at all. No, Ooh, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> that's the line you draw? That's it? Like, that, like That's where you, smoking, you want to Oh, Fine, but smoking is very hazardous. All the though.
2: heinous shit said on this show. And, <laughs> and smoking is where you draw the line
1: of morality? Man, Forever. that's
0: weird. Fair enough. Fine. So no
1: one's had a... So maybe I'm the only one in his room that used to have a bunch of camel cash in college. and
0: <laughs> That shit was awesome. <laughs> you, do, you do strike me as someone who had that. Um, one thing I do see that has snuck in is um on july 23rd gi or snake eyes gi joe origins you know, i did see that like suddenly pop up uh, like there was a trailer and stuff
1: so that kind of came out of nowhere also
0: hotel transylvania transformania is on july 23rd and old so that that all kind of came out of nowhere so that's, that's good for that week um suicide squad is till the beginning of august a don't breathe too free guy and respect all august 13th August twentieth, Finch, Paw Patrol, the movie, The Protege, reminiscence, uh, The Beatles, Get Back, Candyman. August twenty seventh. So we're in. I mean, this is going to be a heavy movie year. So we're not going to watch
1: Paw Patrol, are we?
0: I mean, if you, I'm feeling like it's going to be a heavily viewed movie.
1: Dear God, uh. you
0: guys both have young
1: kids. Yeah, my kid doesn't care about that.
0: I mean, okay, Chris, and- your your daughters care about that. My kids aren't into the Paw Patrol. Nah, nice. So, no,
1: nice. Yeah, I think we can skip that one. All
0: right. Well, there's three other, there's four movies total that week. So I'm Good. sure Paw Patrol will sure be skipped. All right. So not much changing there. We'll talk about in the weeks to come. Although I'm excited for Top Gun. Have they said sh- they're showing Top Gun in some theaters here, re- re- remastered with a little bit of additional footage. So that's pretty cool to get people in the theater again. Yeah. Always for that. All right. Let's take a look at what's streaming. Obviously, we're talking about Amazon, so obviously I have to talk about The Sound of Metal and Vast of Night, both just phenomenal movies. And because of the what we're talking about this week, The Boys, if you've not seen The Boys, there's no better time to jump on the bandwagon than <laughs> The Boys. Carl Urban, Jack Quitt, Anthony Starr, Aaron Moriarty, Dominique McElliott, Laz Alonzo, Chance Crawford came out 2019. That's when superheroes are not exactly the most moral of people. That's always niche. I mean, we've talked about both seasons on the show. I've had a great time watching it. You know, too. The, uh, we get Láz well,
1: Alonso in. Yeah, i say
2: uh, the um, the boys actually kind of fits both the things we're talking about in some way, shape, or form. That's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, that one I'd choose them. And then Hancock by director Peter Berg, Will Smith, Charlie Theron, Jason Bateman, Eddie Marsan, Akiva Goldsman, Michael Mann, and Brad Leland. Those three are all executives in Hancock. Uh, 2008 that's kind of he's like he again he's one of those morally ambiguous <laughs> superheroes and then shooter by director Antoine Fuqua Mark Wahlberg Michael Pena Danny Glover Kate Mara Elias Koteas 2007 if you really enjoyed uh, Wrath of Man there's another one on Amazon that's kind of actiony all right gentlemen Hancock,
1: he sticks another man's head into another man's ass he does and he tells him what he's going to do <laughs> it's nice. that is indeed
0: all right let's talk about the forever purge trailer just recently dropped boys what are we thinking more purge i'm good with it
2: yeah i mean i don't know this one has me more excited than maybe the last couple
0: Hold on, you don't you don't think the purge has kind of run its course by now as far as you know or, or originality in movies
1: No, because listen, each one has been a little bit different, like focusing on something different, like this one, the forever purge. If you watch the trailer, it focuses on a place where the purge is over and people just keep right on purging. So it'll be interesting. I honestly think that's an interesting twist to see what happens with that. so the, the Purge has no more ran its course than the Terminator movies has ran its course.
0: Man, you just love to just Ouch. twist that knife between my ribs. <laughs> God except except the, the one exception is like two of the first Terminator movies are some of the best in the genre, best movies made, period.
1: Is Wrath of Man the second best Terminator movie? <laughs>
0: No, no, first of all, even if you're trying to twist that knife between my ribs, Wrath of Man is not better than Terminator or Terminator 2. Not even close. To I stand by movie. what I said. No, maybe the third best Terminator movie I'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> but not the second best. All right. um, I'm actually really excited for The Forever Purge, only because, like, like uh, you just said, it does do something very different. It's not just everything ends you know, I mean, especially this week we're talking about complete moral ambiguity. Um, it's uh, yeah it's interesting people just keep on purging you know that has josh it took me a second to realize that's josh lucas in that movie too yeah what is he doing it's so far beneath him at this point
1: is it beneath? i
0: think he's maybe he's a fan true i mean he could be a fan i just oh, maybe he's the executive him. producer as well getting that <laughs> double dip getting that double dip um, Chris, your 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 take on the Purge as you're looking forward to. It. You're excited about it.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to this one more than I have the last couple of movies. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big Purge guy, so I I like the first one, and then they are a little bit different, but they definitely take on a different form every time. And I like again, not really my thing, but this one looks kind of interesting because like like uh, Roger said, the fact that it keeps going this time, all right, you know, that's gonna that's gonna shake it up. So. Oh,
1: I'm ready for it. I never thought I'd be a purge guy, but I kind of am. Yeah, <laughs> like, because the movies have always been at least serviceable, and yeah. that's that's respectable because it's hard to do. The trailer shows two traps, right? So, like, what if this ends up being a better Saw movie than Spiral? Mm. I mean, I, know. I mean, listen, it could be a better Saw movie than several of the Saw, movies <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> I have definitely <laughs> seen already. So, like, basically anything after Saw Three, yeah. it's probably better at. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And even
0: three is arguable at that point, but all right, let's talk about another big trailer drop this week: Venom Two with Tom Hardy. You guys here for it? I I thought the trailer was very tongue and cheek, clever with with how they did Venom, with how they like they're like, hey, and then Ven- Venom's like, hello. You know, he did that weird. Yeah, I mean, then- <laughs> so like,
2: the, I think the relationship between Eddie Brock and Venom in the in the movie that we already saw took on a little more like of its own thing than the, what they thought. Like, I don't believe they thought that the relationship between the two is going to be like the big call. And that was the funnest part of the last Venom movie, I think. And I'm a, bit, and I'm a huge Venom fan. Like this is, he's my favorite villain. Anti, you know, he's,
1: he's an anti-hero. Yeah. He, he's, he's one of my favorites. He's as gray as you get. Yeah. Bro.
2: So like, I'm excited to see that. Cause they definitely played heavily on the whole back and forth. They have with each other in their heads in the trailer, and they buried the trailer with that stuff. Even at the very end of it, where she tells them that there's... um No chocolate. The chocolate came in, and she goes, we had a deal! Like, I, <laughs> la- I laughed way harder than I should have <laughs> yeah. so.
1: uh The only thing I'm concerned with the trailer is why do they bury Carnage to, like, one two-second shot at the end? Because Carnage is... Carnage is the big call for this, it, obviously. I, yeah, I know he's the biggest thing. He's one of Spider-Man's biggest things, and he's mm-hmm. definitely Venom's biggest thing, but I'm concerned that we didn't see a lot of it, which, I mean, I get it. They're they're trying to bury it a little bit. What I saw of it is kind of crazy. Not anything what I had thought it was going to look like, yeah. especially after seeing what Venom looks like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I don't say it looks bad. It just yeah. looks kind of out there. Well, so... <laughs> The positive theory, in my in my opinion, is that Carnage
2: is kind of bigger than Venom, like fan base wise. So there's more people that are like hyper, like cult following of Carnage, than they are of Venom. Venom has like a more general audience. Carnage is people that like Carnage man they they love this character. They're they're full all in on it. So this I movie
1: th- should be rated R.
2: <laughs> yes, it needs to be. This.
1: Like, Cletus is, Cassidy is a bad person. Yes, he's a bad yep. person. No, well, these i mean, Venom's not great, <laughs> but he's not nearly yeah. Carnage bad. Oh no, no, they absolutely need. need Which, by the, the way,
0: hard. Woody Harrelson is the perfect person to play. Oh, yeah, I saw like, him. I was
1: okay. I'm yeah, on board. I'm good with that.
2: Sure. I've always pictured um the guy who played the original Green Goblin and
1: well, oh, Desper- yeah, Desper- I, Desper- I Desper- always yeah.
2: pictured him as Carnage. I thought he had the perfect face for it. Just. Looked just like him, I thought, and I'm happy. Like, when they showed Woody Harrelson, I, I had to
1: look twice to make sure I was seeing Woody Harrelson. I'm all in on that. That's cool. And let's yeah. talk about oh,
0: – go, go ahead, Runner. No, I was just
1: saying he just seems to be playing the guy from Natural War and Killers, and I'm okay with Sorry. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, cool. before.
0: But the thing about the Venom, the
1: first Venom movie is it wasn't a great movie, but it was fun. It was well-paced. It was interesting. Well, never no, – listen, never discount Venom because it made a ton – of money. And that's what I'm saying. It was like,
0: like 1.7 billion. Yeah, it was,
1: it was an okay movie that made just a ridiculous amount of money. Oh yeah. So I hope this one is a slightly better movie.
0: That's well, all, which, which continues to like show people that Spider-Man is just one of those properties that, I mean, Marvel by itself, Spider-Man is just, Spider-Man is huge. Mm-hmm. And, and the villains in his, you know, in his life, it's just massive. I think I
2: don't like all the villains besides if you, if you can, if you separate X-Men from it all, I think Spider Man has the strongest villains. Do I you, think really? out of out of Marvel's like out of Marvel's repertoire. Yeah, I think Spider- Yeah, I think Spider Man the Spider Man <laughs> universe has the best villains. They're just they seem them there's a lot of them are relatable, they're interesting, and they they do cool shit without being too outlandish, you know, in
1: the world of like superhero stuff. You're right, alien symbiont.
0: I said two outlandish.
1: Okay, my bad. <laughs> well,
0: Doc Ock is, is the second alien. Cool, see, yeah. <laughs> see what they did there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people had a, tr- a lot of people had a trouble with. I mean, that was why the third Spider-Man movie in the original trilogy was so. Panned is because like Venom only got like a few minutes on screen. Well, and they did him poorly. As a Venom
2: fan, yeah, I was angry. I was. I I've, that was the first time I remember leaving a movie super, super
1: like upset with mm. the way things were done. Only did you know that that was the beginning of a rash of movie disappointments in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, that one's even mild. Nope. <laughs> <wrong>. indeed,
0: sir. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
1: All right, let's talk about Stillwater with
0: Matt Damon. To me, this. I'm like about- an American. <laughs> Good. Now, this to me is this is one of your this to me this speaks. This is this screams like Listen, 2007 ish. Listen, this is some hillbilly
1: version of take it. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. It's got bad demons it's, it's not going
1: to be a I, hillbilly I, version. I of stand exactly where I am.
0: <laughs> no,
2: I do I have really a particular how about the scooter gang?
1: Yeah, well, there is a roving scooter gang that roll up with this dude and just beat the bejesus out of him in a public park. Which, France must be awesome. <laughs> or the worst,
0: I don't know, one of the two.
1: Potato, potato.
0: <laughs> Alright, Matt Damon, Abigail Breslin. Uh, it just His daughter goes missing, he has to find her. It's one of those movies.
1: He has a particular set of skills. Yeah, we've already, we, we've already been over that. I can keep repeating it to I get a better laugh out of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please do not do that. Why do I hear my echo? That's weird.
1: I don't know. It'll be
0: all right. All right, so we don't edit
1: things here anyway.
0: Yeah. No, I, I I do. I'm in for a long night of editing this crap because it's it's a Monday night instead of a Sunday.
1: Nope, we'll do it live. Do it Send live. It. Send it <laughs> Just click publish one. Yeah. Send <laughs> it <laughs> straight in. Don't even don't even don't <laughs> even quality check. No, it. no quality check. <laughs> Nothing. That's not I mean bad. listen, Stillwater, I don't know what to think about it, honestly. It looks weird. It looks, it looks like so a I movie that there. I'm surprised that Matt Damon's involved with. But you know, it is Matt Damon, so at least earned something mm-hmm. of a look.
0: That's what I'm saying, it's like, I mean, you can't write it off completely because it is Matt Damon. And then that's what I thought about watching the trailer. Otherwise it looks bland and generic, but I mean, who knows? Maybe it's great. Maybe it will be a take in. it's like, holy crap, that was good.
1: <laughs> if he just kills
0: a bunch of people with <laughs> a particular set of skills. All right, let's talk about Invincible I didn't on say Amazon. It, Invincible on Amazon episodes one through four. All right. This one came out. It's been out it's a it's in started um in 2021. It's a serious TV series that's gonna go, I hope, several seasons. There's only 10 episodes available now, or, or that will be available all soon. Stephen Yun is Mark Grayson. Sandra O oh is his mom, Debbie Grayson. J.K. Simmons, who I love as Nolan Grayson. Um, Zazie Beach is Amber Bennett. Walton Goggins.
1: Is yeah, you know Jay it. And,
0: Jacob. and Zachary Quinto, which took me a second to identify, but it's pretty quick. Robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Listen, the, the voice cast of this show is incredible. Yes, yes, like, it is. Like even guest appearances by Seth Rogen and. Uh, episode four. Titan is yeah. Mahershala Ali. Like, and come I mean, on, man, Clancy Brown.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. there's a lot of people in this too. Uh, John Ham is in the first episode. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this He's is one great. of the guardians that he kills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Roger, why don't you just sum What is Invincible? Tell us what it's about. So, Invincible
1: is a comic book written by Robert Kirkman, who should sound very familiar to people because he is the guy that created The Walking Dead. Um, so listen if there's one thing you give this guy he knows how to build a comic book world because if you've ever read the the Walking Dead books which if you're a Walking Dead fan the comic books are so much better so take a look at those obviously um, but yeah this is his take on superheroes and listen it's I don't want to I don't want to trivialize it and say things but it's somewhere between the boys and Marvel and we get invincible yeah
2: no, um,
1: I think that's fair to say right listen it's, it's grittier than Marvel, it's not as gritty as The Boys, but it's got real world scenarios, people talk like actual human beings here. You know, when somebody gets decapitated, they use words like, oh fuck, yeah. because <laughs> that's how superheroes would be. Um, but yeah, it's intelligent, and it looks wonderful. It does. It I, I, I am so impressed with the animation. Yeah
2: um with it so i actually want to look into like who who's doing the animation because it it reminded me it to me it feels like a really high quality version of like archer if you've ever seen archer you know what
1: it kind of, i never thought about it but you're
2: yeah i can definitely see that yep because uh, like archer was i think i feel like ahead of its time for like just how stylized the it, it did look
1: because archer always thought it looked cel-shaded yes which yep. is interesting yeah to it's think different of, yeah. yeah and this one it this feels like a hyper stylized version of that um, but yeah, so, I mean, Invincible, so to get started with, so there's a, uh, we have our version of Superman, basically, that's the easiest way to put it, right? Yeah. His name is Omni-Man, his name is Nolan Grayson, he's Superman in this world. Yeah. Um, and there's other, su- there's a bunch of superheroes, like their normal everyday life this isn't anything new, much like the world of the boys, yep. you know, they're just sort of there, there's bad guys, there's good guys, there's people in the middle. And I think that adds a bunch of realism to it too cuz not everybody's clearly defined. Mm-hmm. So,
2: and episode 1 does a good job of kind of building the world and it does a good job of making you think you're getting one thing and then it turns into another by the end of it. Sure. Cuz it cuz you get a you get a good ride, you meet everybody, you get an idea of like where where each of the players are, good and bad. It opens up strong like this White House attack like attack on the White House thing. <laughs> that same guy twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Near the end of the first episode,
1: something it, incredible happens. There is a murder, several murders,
0: <laughs> a series of a mass
1: casualty murder. event, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which and, is
1: extremely violent, like oh, extremely God. violent. Oh, yeah, so uh, they what was it? Guardians of the Globe, which I love their terrible knockoff nicknames. Oh, are hilarious! All of them are knockoffs oh, of, yeah. of, of like other like main superheroes. Like Darkwing is totally Batman. Oh God, yes, yeah, 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 right, like oh, it's perfect. But so Omni Man goes to their lair and kills them all that, that one, <laughs> violently. Like he snaps, he decapitates a man yeah. by chopping his neck with his hand.
0: <laughs> Incredible! <laughs> Next, he he, he squeezes the flashes or what's who's the who, flash? See, you did it. The, yeah. the Red yeah, Rush. Yeah, the, the Red, Red Rush. The Flash yeah. crushes his head with his hands. You know what?
1: I do love when they make a comment about Red Rush. He's like, you know, he was just fast. He's like, that's kind of a lame superpower. <laughs> Yeah, so that is a callback in like uh, episode
2: three. In the first fight that you're gonna see at the end of episode episode one, I mean, at one point, Omni Man has his hand through someone else's
1: head. Mm. It's a beautiful. It's a it's just beautiful imagery. How about when he took like Wonder what well, was War Woman War and woman. he he spun her head like twice around and her neck was like curled like that was gross she wasn't dead at first either no, like, she was like looking around and shit
2: <laughs> yeah and there, there are there are like finite details that they do with the, the animation that really set it apart because you know big cityscapes and stuff sometimes it's it can be kind of you know just mundane and normal background noise yeah and that happens here, but then there's the small details in some of these fights and even just in the background of crap going on that you'll notice. And that's also what reminds me a little bit of things like Archer, where like someone walks on, on the screen, like picks their nose and then just keeps walking. It's like, what the it has nothing Why was anything. that a thing? Is no one, you know, but it's like,
0: huh? Okay. That's kind of funny. So they do a good job with all this. I would agree with you. Especially someone like me who, I mean, this is not my forte, obviously. Um, I'm not huge into anime. I mean, I'm I've gotten more into comics because of, of course, you know, the Marvel stuff. But it's interesting for me because I I mean, it's no secret I wasn't terribly excited about Invincible um over you know. Jupiter's legacy only because Jupiter's legacy is on Netflix and, you know, the star power behind it, blah, blah, blah. But Invincible is within the after the first episode, I was hooked and I was kind of mesmerized by how strong it was just in the first episode, Not, it didn't even take two or three episodes to get there. Yeah, no, it definitely.
1: Like, if you got through the first episode and were like, "Well, at least this is interesting." Yep. So, but I mean, we didn't even talk about Invincible himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, um, okay. well, so Invincible kind of the char- is Invincible's
0: the main character. He
1: is. He's Omni Man's son. He has a Omni Man is a Vitromite, which is a race of people much like Superman, mm-hmm. um, and he is his son with a you know human Earth woman. And you know he had yet to get his powers about his seventeenth birthday. He suddenly hurls a bag of trash into space, and that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it did. actually, I've laughed several times, like yep. out loud, about stuff that he's done with his powers when he didn't realize it. Like what's the one episode when he's leaving and he kicks the rock down the street and, and it blasts a piece house. of the yeah. blasts the roof, <laughs> and he, he's just like, "Oh shit!" Yep. and like runs the other way. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. I mean it's just small things like that that are funny like just learning his powers and his dad you know after he killed all of the guardians of the globe like he got his ass kicked pretty bad yeah, he like he almost died and they had the you know they have some like weird superhero hospital and which that was kind of impressive um you know they have their own like basically I I the closest thing I can put to it is like they're basically the men in black people they come in and clean up the messes and and all that stuff so yeah. It's
0: interesting. They kind of have a guy that is kind of acting as he's kind of controlling, not really controlling them but he's kind of calling some Station. of the shots. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's it's kind of interesting because I mean it's just it's this is very ripped off from other things, but nothing wrong with that I guess. Is there No, I think
1: I think they've embraced it as being like ribbed but like they do it in a smart way. I was going
2: to say they're, they're unabashed
1: about it. Yeah. It's not like they're, like, they're it's like it's not
2: subtle in any way shape or form. Though so, I don't think Robert, Robert Kirkman cares. He's, he's,
1: I think he's pulling from these tropes. Well, he's turning that into you know, he's what pulling it is. a better story out of stuff without half without making you develop every single character, which is smart. Yeah, smart. well, because yeah. I mean, here's the thing: the main people you see, they've developed very well. Yes, they developed on the man. They've developed the whole entire Grayson family. Mm-hmm. They've developed most of the teen team. Yep. You know, the important yeah. ones like Rex and uh, Eve, and you know Mark's girlfriend Amber and. A couple of other people, but they, they make sure that you understand those people, that they're the important people. Is Robot
2: one of your favorite characters? Yeah, I, I really enjoy really? Robot, though. Like he's him.
1: interesting yeah. because, you know, through five episodes where I'm at, I know he's doing something. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. Robot is doing something. But I don't know what he's doing quite mm-hmm. yet, and if it's good or bad. Yeah, Exactly, so. and like it's almost like they want you to
2: think it's bad, but then like it might know, not it might be. Might not be, but at the same time, it might just be bad. And you're just waiting for it all to come together. So it's neat. I just I didn't think I'd like that character as soon as I saw him the first time when he first shows up with the teen team. Mm-hmm. I rolled my eyes. Yeah, and then as things go on, I've liked him more and more. It's an interesting thing to you know to watch this robot that is a generic robot hero A. His that, name
1: is Robot. Yeah. yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> But he seems to be one of the characters
0: that has a good bit of depth.
1: Yep, I mean, and it's Zachary Quinto, oh, which is great. True.
0: Well, which makes it better because I mean, is that he basically played a robot in Spock. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Spock was, for all intents and purposes, of a robot. Also, uh, I mean, so let me ask you something about: Does this kind of this what I was going to ask with the with the with the whole ripping off so blatantly is? Uh, let's talk about because there's not really a whole lot of I mean the story is what it what it what it is. For instance, Mark Grace needs a kid at school, you know. Obviously, girls are a big are a big thing for him. Uh, you know, there's, there's yeah. Amber, there's Amber, there's Alice. Um, and of course, like, do so let me ask you this do other kids know that some of these kids are like superheroes? Uh
1: no, they don't. Yeah, the kids don't know. Um, but like with Eve, especially, he's like, You're her. He's like, he's like, you don't even wear a mask. He's like, People don't expect superheroes, so they don't see superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't, she doesn't cover her face or anything. <laughs> she just looks exactly the same. <laughs> which, Except in school, she has a backpack and jeans mm-hmm. instead of some weird costume. Which could be another trope that Robert is kind
2: of making fun of at the same time. Which is also hilarious at that. Well, of course,
0: but like that's the super, that's the young superhero trope, and that's like. Sure. But, like, there's nothing wrong with mimicking it. Well, no
1: one knows who Invincible is yet besides the family and the couple of, you know, and the other superhero Mm -hmm. people. I think that's only a matter of time, right? You may be correct. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. By the way, I wanted to ask,
0: Damian Darkblood, who's voiced by Clancy Brown, is he Mm a Hellboy? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. pretty pretty much. He's a Hellboy trope, which is fine. We, We laughed about that. Yep. Because he's weird.
0: <laughs> well, here's, here's my point, though: is we, we, we very often dock other movies for you know blatantly copying things, but we're not docking this.
1: Like, well, docking I think this? it's different because one, this isn't really a movie; this is episodic, where every episode does chain together, but they are fairly self-contained. So I think that matters in that way. But in this case, where do we need you know to know what every single superhero thing does? Because listen. There's only so many crazy weird powers that somebody can have, and do you want to explain? You know, listen. They have a tryout for the new Guardians of the Globe team. Like, you how know, long it would it take to be like, well, this person has this power, and this person can do? No, you just show four or five of them kicking the hell out of each other, and then they <laughs> pick who wins, and that's fine, right? You're, like, you're, you're
0: not wrong. You're not wrong. I
1: mean, let's talk about Rexplode about how he is awesome. <laughs> he's <laughs> I knew, such a jizz I bag. Knew you were like <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, He's such an asshole. Yeah. yeah hilarious like <laughs> like the part where like he he, he was dating mm-hmm. eve and he ends up in the shower <laughs> a shower scene with himself and the the, uh, the other teen team person named duplicate who is a lady mm-hmm. who can like copy herself up to four or five times in the shower with multiple versions of duplicate and listen that is a power move <laughs> incredibly powerful
2: well the best part about that whole scene since you brought it up, is that when duplicate is there, and you know she's talking, and then Rex Rex comes out, and then she's she's a, she's like aghast, and then when the other two duplicates walk out, that's when she's disgusted. Yeah, yeah, you're disgusted. Be like first off, completely. Rex,
1: Christ, and then it's just like Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Rex. Yeah, yeah, she's she's, she's like, parties. is there more in there? Yeah, there's more. Yeah, it's pretty I mean that aside but uh, but they also
0: don't linger on that which is no, well, well they, they, they do circle back
1: with it cuz he comes back and is like letting off fireworks trying to get her attention is like you know I want to get you back and she's like he's like I know I messed up he's like that's not an apology yeah. <laughs> like you didn't even do that
0: but in the so. same episode in the same episode that that happens like two or three earth invasions happen by so the, by those, Korean yeah, this must just be her. like a
1: regular thing.
2: Yeah, well, I, I, I actually really liked the the invasion villain for like that episode. The time people, I liked the fact that it was really clever. That the reason why they couldn't stay, that
1: was yeah. neat. That was really cool. I, I, I nodded my head to that. I time like, moved quicker. Yeah. in their universe, mm-hmm. so. When they got here, they began to age in a rapid, or maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, it was the other way around, but so, still,
2: yeah, they show up and they just start aging and dying. I thought that was cool.
1: I love when Omni Man goes to the portal and just destroys oh, it. <laughs> he, he's just bringing hellfire to their world. It's absolutely the the whole trope. You know, I'm not
2: trapped in here with all of you. You're yeah. all trapped in here with me.
1: And he proves it. Oh yeah, incredibly.
2: Yep. Yeah, he comes back with um. If he yeah, does. he's
1: been gone for a while. He comes back
2: with more beard because whole time, you know, because yeah. the time thing there. I thought that was neat.
0: So where do you guys think this is going? Now you guys, uh, I, I hope, hope I hope right for a thousand
2: episodes. <laughs> I've seen two more episodes than you
1: guys. Well, one or two more episodes than you guys have. So
2: there's a more defined path after you watch a little bit
1: more. So I mean, you clearly know it. At some point, Omni Man is going to be revealed as the villain. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's that's you know that's episode one stuff. Yeah, yeah. But how are they how are they approach it? I think should be interesting. So yeah. I, I last I heard about this though. Excuse me. Before we start watching it, I think Amazon has already greenlit two more seasons, at least. So it's one um, of the, it's one of the best reviewed things on their on their Amazon TV. Well, and like I actually went and looked Amazon like video. this. The comic book has like a huge following, and I, I wasn't aware of that. So I used kind of used to think I was like good on things like that. So when something sneaks up on me, I'm kind of surprised. Every now and then, Chris finds something good on Amazon Video. Let's just say it. it's fun. You you you, you tend do find things on Amazon Video, bro. I gave us fucking Palm Springs. I mean, don't, ever, <laughs> don't ever, don't ever <laughs> come to me. Don't compare <laughs> yourself to me, peasant <laughs> a child. You've given me cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever compare yourself to me. No, no, yes. Invincible is, it's absolutely worth your time. And the cool thing about it is, we've, we've watched a lot of stuff lately that jumps around in length of episodes. These are hard 45. That's it. It's not one is 41, one is 74.
2: No, they're all 45 minutes. And here's the thing. You can be into animation or not into animation. You can be into superheroes and not into superheroes. And Grayson, I think you're a good example of this. And you could still enjoy this.
0: Well, because even all that stuff aside, the story is still there. The, the yeah, story, it's a good story. The yeah, story in I mean. a vacuum, you know. I like Mark's story. He's gonna obviously, he's obviously for all intents and purposes, he is a Marvel character. I mean, he but they he, all are, and
1: so or they're common. I
0: mean, yeah. Well, that's about, I mean, he's dealing with: school and you know, parents and being a teenager and like what and if trying. I don't want to like go to
1: college. <laughs>
0: Uh, one, you know, one thing I did find kind of endearing was, so we watch all these, so obviously we've seen, you know, 24 Marvel movies, we've seen how many terrible DC movies, but, you know, a, a lot of the characters in these movies, that can fly, and I like when they take time to explain, when Omni-Man's explaining to his son, what it means, to, like, I've never had an explanation of flight from a superhero before, now I kind of, I kind of like that, because now I kind of, oh, his dad but, is
1: legit training him. Mm-hmm. To be better at things. Well, that yeah. was pretty
0: cool though, because that's something we don't we, we don't get in other movies. It's like we got it in this. And like, that's kind of a cool explanation of how you get your powers. Is, you know, it just, I don't know. How he explained flying was, you, do you remember when you were first learning how to walk? Same thing. I'm like, that actually makes a whole lot of sense in a weird way. Like, it just does. I, I just, I really enjoyed that because we've never gotten an explanation of like how people fly in these worlds. You know yeah, I mean? they just do it's just kind of cool that we finally got that explanation and out of invincible rather than like a Marvel movie, which you would have thought that would have been explained. Hmm. But I'm very happy with what I've seen so far. I, I stopped at episode four, but I'm incredibly happy with what I have seen so far. I yeah. didn't expect to be. So for me, that's kind of a, uh, it's, I did not expect to like this movie. A matter of fact, this series, I was kind of like dreading it, but I, after the first episode I'm hooked. So yeah. I, you know, there's 10 episodes in this eight have aired, but uh, I'm really excited to see where it goes from here.
1: Yeah, it is episodic. So if you get too far ahead, you will be locked to Amazon every Friday <laughs> is when they come out. Because I did start to look at it. I was like, how many are we before we start chunking these out? So, um, but yeah, by the time we're done with it, it'll be exciting. Yeah.
0: All right. And uh, so that's that's invincible. If you have not seen that and you're a fan of comic books or anime or you know, the combination of both, Definitely do yourself a favor. Watch the first at least two episodes. See if you can get into it. If you don't, you don't. If you do, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> I, I bet most people will at least keep watching. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it starts off with John Hamm as a security guard talking to someone. And it's like, it's not just stupid filler conversation either. It's about his son, you know, and like his, his he's divorced. You learn you learn so much about that security guard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gonna, bet you like, will see him again. <laughs> You, th- you think we see? Well, you don't. You don't bring John Ham on without bringing him more than just once. So well, you did see him three times in that episode, or after that episode? No, no he's, in so so he's in multiple okay, episodes. Okay, I just. All right, cool. Well, that's you know, check that out. Now let's move on to the movie of the. I mean, we don't want to rate that, do we? Because we haven't finished it. No, no, no yeah, no. Okay, I didn't think so. All right, let's talk about <laughs> Wrath of Man. What a triumph! Here came out May seventh, twenty. 21 by director guy Ritchie, jason statham uh, josh hartnett where has he been for a long time uh, scott eastwood andy garcia who is my favorite character in this entire movie uh, eddie marsan who have have you heard eddie marsan say more words ever than than he has in this movie
1: well eddie marsan is a uh, big character in ray donovan the Showtime series. Okay, so, yes, yeah, so I've heard him speak a lot, but, like, he he must be one of Guy Ritchie's boys because he's in, like, three Guy Ritchie movies. Well, I mean, I'm fine with that. I think he's a great actor, so I'm here for it. Yeah, so let's talk about expectations going in. What did you expect? I expected... Uh, incredible violence.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I expected, I mean... I, I, I mean, I watched was...
1: the trailer. I knew there was going to be excellent murder.
0: Well... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I expected a Guy Ritchie movie with Jason Statham, and I, what I what I got was a Guy Ritchie movie with Jason Statham, um, with depth to it. Well, more- yeah, So
1: there there is last Guy Ritchie movie we got was The Gentleman, which I thought was incredible. Um, I love The Gentleman because listen, it's it's got a lot more cheeky humor in it than this because this movie doesn't have a lot of humor at all, which is different for a Guy Ritchie movie. You know what I mean? Um, it's a lot. I I don't want to say darker, but you do get a more personal feel to this movie as just this one guy's struggle. A lot of his other stuff is like ensemble cast, you know, 50 moving pieces to the story at any given time. And this one's pretty straightforward. Now, listen, you don't exactly know all what's going on at one time, but if you want to follow the jumps, it's a pretty linear story. We watched the movie way, way back um, early with me on the show. They had a movie that jumped around, it
2: had a female assassin in it. And they did these these jumps in this movie forward and backwards in time, and it was so unbelievably jarring that it really hurt the movie. This one does that same kind of time jumping, but it doesn't jar you. Which, which movie
0: was that? I don't remember. Okay. I'm trying to think like female assassin, you'd think we'd be able to point that out, but
2: Yeah, I, I well it wasn't a very good movie, so it's so probably cool. not. Yeah, oh. but like this one does does a similar thing with time jumping, but it doesn't hurt it. It actually, I think the way they tell the story here fits and makes sense and it it keeps you keeps you along for this ride or they don't jump
1: randomly either no they don't which is which makes it a lot easier to follow Mm -hmm.
2: And I like the fact that the the chapters have like kind of names to them yes it it, it lets you a kind of like set yourself to for expectation and also got you kind
0: of excited for like what that could mean I I like what they did there it always
1: means murder every time
0: actually the thing about the time jumping is it doesn't when it jumps – first of all, they're, they're decent 10-minute, 15-minute chunks, segments of time. And when they do that, they, they give you the, the bookend. They show you like three seconds leading up to where this, this fits in the time slot. So yeah. that's, why, that's why I thought it wasn't harder. And let's, but I mean the conversation about Guy Ritchie movies is – I mean you've got to kind of just take two minutes and – you know I mean um, Revolver, Rock and Rolla, Sherlock Holmes – um, even King Arthur: Legends of the Sword. As as wonky as that movie was, it was still a Guy Ritchie. He definitely put his own spin on that, and you know, for I gotta respect that. Even though I didn't love that movie, I gotta respect that. I just watched that recently because it was on. It's on, uh, HBO. Um, he's done some good stuff. Also, did you know he has Aladdin two announced, and he has the Gentleman TV series announced?
1: No, I didn't know that. But Aladdin. I mean, listen, I, I hate that you left out the greatest Guy Ritchie movie ever, Snatch. Oh, that's Snatch. a great movie. I, mean, I love that yeah. movie.
0: Yeah, Snatch, yeah, Snatch that that's, movie. that's a great, you know, Lock, Stock, Smoking Barrels, of course, those. Sure. Um, I mean, Snatch has is very famous for a lot of reasons. One is, you know, some of the editing in it. But, you know, The the, the Man Called Uncle, or UNCLE. Um, Guy <laughs> Ritchie is one of those, you know what you're getting when you go into a Guy Ritchie movie. And that's part of the conversation when talking about a Guy Ritchie movie, especially with Jason Statham, is – I mean, those two, I'm surprised it's taken so long for Statham to be, you know, front and center in a Guy Ritchie movie. You'd think that would happen a long time ago.
1: Sure. I mean, Charlie Hunman's kind of his guy now, and he's just younger than Statham, so. Which, I, not, no, nothing against him. that.
0: Yeah. You know. um, well, let's, okay, Chris, what did, so you like this movie then?
2: I, well, yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I, I had a fun time. It, it, the movie was different than I, it wasn't what I expected. Like I, I expected, a very you know in your face murder a lot of dudes movie. Don't get me wrong, we get a lot of that, but they told a a little bit different of a story because I wasn't expecting Jason Statham to be who he was. I wasn't expecting that part. And then there's also almost two movies in this one movie, which I thought was kind of cool.
0: What's the, so? What so, are the two movies?
2: The other the other group of people you follow for a little bit.
0: Oh right! Well, of course you're. This is a mess. robbery
2: revenge movie. Yeah, this is this is a weird movie, but it it all works and it's a lot of well, fun. Well, what's
0: what's so weird about it is it's 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 very messy and like I mean something I got the, the one of the vibes I got was, uh, I mean Clint Scott Eastwood is in it and you know I thought of Clint Eastwood. He has a terrible beard. He, yes, it's, it, it's terrible. It's not great, but I thought because Where of Scott Eastwood, Scott Eastwood, yeah, I who was that? he? Was the main villain? The but, guy at the end. Oh, okay, yeah, the villain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the guy right. who yeah. almost got away with it all. Yeah, you're um, right. Spoilers sure. in in yeah. a weird way, but um, it's I did think of you know Clint Eastwood in his killing spree movie, you know the old spaghetti westerns, you know all that kind of stuff. So it makes it's weird that like Scotty Eastwood is in this because I thought of Clint Eastwood. Um, but I mean, I really enjoyed that aspect of it, if that makes sense. Like the 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 insane amount of violence, I'm actually okay with because of the tone of the movie. You know, who's making it? it, it it's just it's it, it's not lost or misplaced. In this universe.
1: Just the whole thing where Jason Statham just loath, Like when they're looking for people. And looking for the people that killed his son. When he just walks through that. Like the pornographer's oh, thing. Yeah. And he just shoots everybody. dumping people. Bang. Bang. Like he doesn't blink. Nope. He doesn't smile. He walks through a room. Shoots five people. Picks up a machine gun. And hoses a body laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is just like clean it up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like that's just it. Give the girls the money. Clean this up. Let him go. This yeah.
1: dude
0: fools. <laughs> well, I mean, it's okay. What it, did let me let me ask you something? His his character would it have mattered if his name was Jason Statham in this movie? Would
1: it have? No, mattered? not at all. I just assume it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, I, I don't think it would have mattered a whole lot if his name was. I mean, H. I, I like the
1: whole. You know, um, his name's H. Well, some people have terrible nicknames in this movie. True. Like Josh Hartnett's name is Boy Sweat. First <laughs> off, you don't give somebody a nickname like that, and then never tell me why his nickname is Boy it's Sweat. True. We never knew right? why. What? Why? Yeah.
2: <laughs> what is this? And this is one of those movies where where I was surprised to see it.
0: Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> <And> spoilers. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's yeah. That, there's incredible death, uh, except Eddie Marsan. So I was happy
1: that that didn't happen. But I was no, he's mad. a good guy.
0: Well, I mean, so was Josh Hartnett.
1: Yeah, but listen, he kind of had like a heroic death. Because listen, his dude was kind of a pussy, though. Listen, they set him up to be like a bad guy, yeah. bad guy. Yeah, yeah, Spoiler, right. he's not. But you do find out what's really on. He's kind of a pussy. Yep. Not kind of. He, he is, is a, a pussy. P- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, how he goes, listen, he gets splattered. But he tried.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and. Sometimes that's all it that matters. They do a really
2: good job of making you really hate one character by the time
0: like his time comes. So sure, yeah. Oh, I have more than one. Well, well, do,
2: well, I mean, the one I'm talking about specifically because he does some people real dirty people that he's people that he's like you know
1: bros with. Mm-hmm. I do love when they go out for pool and drinks. Yeah, and the one guy comes over and tries to talk to him, and he's just like, "Let me buy you a drink, but you have to drink it over there." <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yep. <laughs> this and he dude. puts a
0: dollar on it. He, he puts a few bucks in his pocket. Yep. Uh, Smacks exactly. him on the shoulder
1: and points to get the fuck away from me. <laughs> do you think Jason, do you think Jason Salem ever smiles? I bet you he's a good dude. I bet oh, you he's fun yeah. as hell to hang out with. Yeah, well,
0: okay. Well, okay. Let me ask you this. Given that's what I want to, that's what I wanted to ask you is so the movie jumps around in time, which is kind of, you know, one of guy, Richie's things. Fine. What if, would there have been a problem if it started, if, if it put the movie in linear order? Would that have been a problem? Or, I don't think so.
2: I think the movie works either way.
0: I kind of wanted to see it in linear, like the whole thing with his son in the beginning. Although that is so, we've had so many movies that start like that. You know, it's like almost every movie that revolves around revenge starts like that. It's like Do you want to know kind of- why?
2: Well, because well, they, they want you to, they want you to know why you're the main characters, you know, doing what he's
1: doing or, you know, well, acting the way he is. I mean, deep down, just I want to lay some out there. This is a bad guy doing other bad things to other bad people. Yes. So yeah. I want everybody yeah. to understand that. Yeah.
2: Well, and so another reason why I think that we get the whole the time jumping aspect, I don't think getting to see the other team that we follow for a little bit. I don't think that works without it being a time jumpy movie, right? Because there's no way to literally make that work. And yeah, you, you know, I know what
1: you're saying because we don't get them until later on in the movie and it actually works better that way. And it pulls through and kind
2: of goes back and runs through again, you know what I mean? So I think that that's a big reason why we get that stylized, you know, jumping around a little bit because it makes that work. And without that, it doesn't flow. Sure.
0: No, you're right about that. I mean, the movie would have to be – I mean, it would have to be crafted very differently. I'm just saying – it tells yeah. a good
1: story, so it makes Either it easier way, I mean, to follow it.
0: So, the the let's talk about the gunplay because we've been you know we 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 like yes, the gunplay. Yes, let's like talk the about the gunplay.
1: So,
0: <laughs> what did you think about that? I mean, as as compared to you know John Wick to nobody,
1: I think it's a different type of gunplay where John Wick was fast, change, move, shoot. where at one point he loads up the big assault rifle and puts you know fifty rounds straight out, just. Hosing these guys that are covered in ballistic helmets and ballistic plates, because they can take it, you know, and he's just he unloads on them. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Because also it's more real gunplay, I think. So yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of a fancy
1: element. I mean the whole does. the whole thing where he throws the bag and shoots the guy in the face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes when he runs people down and shooting him in the back of the legs to shoot Post Malone in the face, because thank you. Yeah, right? <laughs> you I did that for me, didn't you? I was here
2: <laughs> that, that Post Malone was the only robber without a ski mask on, because it's Post Malone. Like, why not just reveal him to be Post Malone, like, right before you kill him? Yeah. But it's fine. I, like, I understand why he isn't in a, in a ski mask like all the other
0: dudes at, at, you know at that robbery, but... Come on. <laughs> Which, okay, here I have, a, I have a question for you. So that robbery that went in the beginning, where you find out the um, boy sweats really just a big chicken, that was supposed to go a different way.
1: Yes. Okay, yes. so
0: that's what I'm taking away from that is when they're when 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 they both come around the corner and see that he's killed every everybody, they're just looking at amazed. But the reason that Bullet is looking amazed because he didn't expect him to come out of that. No, no, no. no that, that that's not it. You don't think. No, Bullet wasn't setting up those guys to rob rob
2: the thing. I don't think because he only talks about no, like those no, guys. yeah, you,
1: you're right. Like, he's got his own team that robs. Like those were just those were just other assholes that had a really unfortunate day. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: that's what I was saying. It seemed it seemed to. I mean, the fact that it was Bullet and not Josh Hartnett's character Boy Sweat. You we think they
1: woke up in the morning knowing they were going to get murdered? Well, I mean, <laughs> do
0: you think anyone wakes up? I don't, up think, you and out, I don't think
1: you leave your house if that's the case. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> he would find you. <laughs>
0: um, there's, a there's a Terminator movie. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, but this, see, the whole thing that this movie that I, I like so much about, you know, this movie in particular is, it knows what it is and it just, it's it's all in what it is. And there's nothing
1: wrong yeah. with that. No, I mean, listen, this is undeniably a Jason Statham movie. Um, honestly, though, it's, pretty well written um the story's good um we you know you have have to follow it and see what's going on because listen me and chris had this conversation earlier jason statham is some form of a mob boss Mm -hmm. other than that we know nothing else about him and you don't you don't need to know anything about it well i i think maybe you could have because listen he is highly trained yeah we don't know what from what he did before this because listen most gangster people can't do what he did. Not even. Close. You know what I mean? Like he's like special forces gangster, man, yeah, yeah, which guy, is a hell of a combination. Yeah, This
2: guy has like training of some sort because he's just he's not just, you know, brutally mowing people down. He's expertly doing this. He, you know, he doesn't miss a shot. He didn't
1: shoot these people. He executed them. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a difference. Yeah. Well,
0: and then that first robbery gone wrong is he just gets out of the car. He just looks annoyed when he has to kill these people. Well, yeah.
1: He's like, ah, fine. Well, I love he throws the bag and he's like, do it again. And I'll shoot. And he's like, sorry. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> like here, my favorite part about this is the Jason Statham murder face. Cause he doesn't blink. He doesn't smile. He just puts a gun up and you're dead. <laughs> he you blankly and you're dead. Nope.
0: <laughs> It's wonderful. Dan, <laughs> how about his uh his cell phone the ride of the valkyries the yeah, yeah. I thought that yes but that was pretty pretty awesome um
2: so i had the most fun in this movie when we're when we're exploring like with his with his mob team mm.
1: i we're, we're it, trying to talk about how his son got killed well
2: just that like just they're all their interactions with him i really liked that piece of the movie i had a good time with it i've I, I like those characters. They were all interesting. I want more of them. See, that's that's
1: that's typical Guy Ritchie stuff. There, yeah. well written, fast talking. Be like. You can't tell him. He's like, I have to tell him. He's like, well, you're gonna have to tell him. And he's yeah. just like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like he he looks off camera and mutters shit yep. under his breath. And you're like, you feel for this guy. Oh yeah. You're like, he's got to tell something bad yeah. to his
2: boss. Well, I don't think
1: it's him. You gotta tell him. <laughs> like, you gotta tell him. <laughs> And you can see they're
0: all saying they're kind of like um, he can kill all of us at any minute. Yeah. So the mob boss Andy Garcia's character is one that I found, even though you don't see him more than a, you know two or three minutes of on time of on screen time is. So that kind that of, that solidifies the fact that I mean, Jason Statham even even though he's kind of high level is like still answering to some people. No 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 no
1: no. You read that wrong. Andy Garcia's FBI or something. Yeah. Their whole thing. is – is FBI because remember when he's like he's like one of the most wanted people in this country and he looks at him and he goes let the painter paint yep. and you're just like yes <laughs> let him paint
0: <laughs> well which I mean no but I mean he even he is em- embroiled in other things mm-hmm. like he's well, got no I, I, I don't think so
2: no 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 Jason Statham's character he, he's he's helping the FBI that's my point though is he's, he, he, he's he, doing, he, doing this uh, he's doing them a favor. While getting free reign,
0: I, I know that's what I'm saying though. It's like it's a it's, it's it's a give get situation for him. No, no, no this
1: this isn't sanctioned. I, I, I think he just went down this path, and then you couldn't stop him. And they're like, "We're just going to let him go." That's the point, though. That's what I'm
0: trying to make. Is I I kind of enjoy that the Andy Garfield yeah, character, yeah. how we he Jason, lets him do what he's doing. Well, yeah, but Jason Statham isn't answering to anybody. Well, I mean, answering. But what are they going to do? Bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> No, nope. no, you're right about that. He doesn't answer to him, but like he still like that's who gave him the list of names, and I mean that's Oh impressive. yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, he, he, he fed him information,
1: information info. to let to let nature work its course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to let a paint some houses. houses. That's a great way to put it, and I've right. only because I've painter paint.
0: <laughs> that's a, the the reference I got only because I've just re- watched it recently was Men on Fire, when um Christopher walking, movie. when when Creasy is in the is in the hospital. And they're talking about, well, what do we do? Now he's, now he's in a hospital and he's a wanted man. They're going to come for him. And Creasy says, or Walken says, Creasy's art is death. He's, he's, he's about to paint his masterpiece. That's one movie that I've seen so many times, but that's another, like the, 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 the whole thing, the paint. I, I just thought that was kind of a, not that there's any link filmmaking wise, but I just, I always like that kind of, you know, thing that, you know, let him paint his masterpiece type, type of deal. I yeah. Just, I just dig that. It's really kind of a cool thing.
1: I hope we get more movies like this.
0: So, Chris, I think you're close to your heart out. But we're, we're before you go, was there anything you didn't like about Wrath of Man? Because real look, Wrath of Man is
1: not a perfect movie. It, it isn't a perfect movie. Say the body count was too low. I, was say, I, I, I needed more death.
2: I I mean, this isn't a negative of the movie. I wanted more of his of like his his mob gang. I wanted a little bit more of that. I don't. I think that. May have been a better a better piece of the movie than with like the other team that we get to explore with. I wish they would have done something a little less predictable with the with the team. You know, like you know exactly. I know the whole point of the movie is <clears throat> is who killed his son and finding that out. <clears throat> Excuse me, and and like how that you know comes to, comes together, but it was really predictable. You knew he was going to be the last one. You knew he was going to have to get get his revenge in some way, shape, or form. I think a better movie is like you really humanize these guys, like really humanize them and make them good dudes having a hard time instead of just some AWOL, you know, ex-military guys that, you know, are just doing bad things. I think you make them a little bit more, you know, personable, make them make you feel for them and then put them in a bad situation where they did a really messed up thing to a really powerful dude and, you kind of don't want them to have to bite the bullet, so he's going to feed them, but he doesn't in the end anyway. I think that's a more dramatic movie.
0: Well, there's a there's a point in which I thought they were going to do that. Was they were like, no, 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 he just killed a kid. Yeah, when he, you know, when when Scott Eastwood kills the kills his son.
2: I mean, besides them mentioning it, no. I mean, they don't. They're never like no. Oh, that's oh, the point though. Is they could have. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that's what it, I mean. Even that, even, but I I think the better movie is you know the lead the leader of that of their team <laughs> someone who kills the son, Excuse and it was only because he absolutely had to or something. And then you humanize him and show him his, show his family that, you know, that they're struggling. That's why he's doing it. I think that's a better movie to be honest. I think that's its one miss. It'd be different. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a different take. I, I wouldn't have, I kind of, I would have preferred that only because I like humanizing villains. I like making them seem, maybe not so bad because then it's then then the onus is on me to become ambiguous morally or not i kind of i kind of like that chris before you head out why don't you give this movie a, a number score Kill more people i want to see it again all right yes. fair enough nice <laughs> Roger, what about you what did you not like about wrath of man low body count i mean all jokes aside low, low
1: body count give, <laughs> give me something else well no i mean i think if i talk about what i didn't like about it i'd end up being like well if i wrote the movie i'd have done this and I don't know if I want to do that with this one. I think there's some stuff that does kind of fall flat. Like this whole thing where he's got to go through this 70% training thing or whatever. I don't understand the point of that. I think it would have been more impactful for me to like his vital, like his physical stuff, like his running and and all that stuff. He got a 70, but then like a perfect Markman score. I think I would have laughed about that be like, wow, you got some training, huh? (laughs) You know, I think that'd be funny. I'm actually very surprised that they didn't do that. Truth be told. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it, just, it adds another little bit of a dimension. I mean, did he have to squeak by at 70%? I mean, obviously, it makes it that he just qualified or whatever. But if he passed with flying colors, what's that matter to? Well, but <laughs> I, mean,
0: I, I think he's trying to fly low enough under the radar that he doesn't. Sure. You know, I understand
1: that. Whoever I, I get saying. why they did it. It's just I think it's unnecessary, so. I mean, I don't know. Yeah,
0: probably more unnecessary than the other things. I mean, that, that was one of the smaller details that could have been tweaked one way or the other. Like sure. I said, I
1: sure. was kind of surprised though. This wasn't the Guy Ritchie ensemble cast movie where you know you have forty working moving parts. But not. Th- I don't. I don't mean that as a bad thing. It was just different than what I expected. Obviously, from Guy Ritchie. You know. So. Yeah, but
0: it was still a well written, <laughs> smart movie in, in oh, like yeah.
1: a, Absolutely.
0: In I a genre that's it. well in in a genre that's it, it's it's hard to. It's hard to be fast moving and well written and smart. You know yeah, I mean? it's, it's hard to get all
1: those pieces to click into place.
0: I mean, before John Wick, did we really have any that really stood out, or or you, you remember?
1: Not with that much gunplay, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, because yeah, I mean, there's basically a 20 minute gunfight at the end of this movie, and it's very well done. You know, like people going, getting killed, other you know things happening, and. I think it works. It's hard to pull off big action sequences like that too. Um, and keep it interesting instead of it's the same thing over and over again. But they managed do to pull it out
0: off? That. It is it is not easy to pull off those big and
1: well, but really it's getting it. harder too because we do have like we've seen John Wick. We see what you can you can watch a man orchestrate with a gun, basically, and do all this stuff. It was kind of refreshing to so see, like, hey, these guys aren't. You know, they're not trying to be fancy or cheeky. Like this dude put a fifty round mag in and unloaded on a group of guys. And I was just like, that's cool. <laughs> I did love how they set up the last how
0: they like they snuck him in um, and they got him inside the depot without I mean it was real to me. It didn't seem mm-hmm. like ah oh, that could never happen. It seemed real that they could do that. Yeah, it's it's a well
1: thought out plan.
0: And that's kind of the as as the plan is hatching, as it's plan you know, going on. Um, you see it, they're, they're talking about it. And we didn't even talk about um, the guy from Burnout, what, Donovan?
1: Jeff Donovan or whatever, not his name?
0: Jeffrey Donovan, yeah. I, yeah. You, so his character, Jackson, he's the leader of the squad who's doing all the, all the mercenary, you know, kind of stealing the money type deal. Do you, when, I was kind of sad when what happened to him happened to him.
1: Um, I don't know if sad is the right word, but you definitely, they were bad people doing a bad thing. So it's hard for me to humanize that completely. But you can understand why they were doing it. And I I do. So it, it also adds that level of realness. So there's that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could see um, Jan, the Eastwood's character. He was a loose cannon from the very beginning. That you know exactly. I
1: mean, there's always one. That, right?
0: There's always one. And let me ask you this: so just this is just a Grayson asking Roger a question. If you hatch this plan to steal 160 million dollars, do you really assume that anyone on your team is not going to try to kill you for your share of the money?
1: Um, I well, in their in their case where they were you know military together, I I think. I think that takes that out. So that's why so, that's huh? important. Yeah, close knit group like that. You know, I, I get it. We we come in together, we leave together, that sort of thing. So you think if the plan went off without a hitch and they got
0: the money, although we wouldn't have a movie, but they would have all split it. You know, hundred sixty million. All the or games, you know everybody that
1: survived, they'd have split it. Sure, I, I think so.
0: I well, I kind of am a little more leery on that, but I mean that's that's just me being <laughs> me being me. But oh, that's all right. I, I can't say I disliked a whole lot about this movie. I, you know, I thought the length was okay. It was, you know, it was not a in an hour. It's two hours, so in the theater is about two hours and twenty minutes. Um, I didn't think it was too terribly long. it, did, it didn't seem long?
1: No, right? it rolled right. It rolled right along. It's smooth. So it's
0: smooth. I mean, this is for all intents and purposes a Guy Ritchie movie with Jason Salem. and you know what you're getting. So I mean, there's not really any
1: incredible violence.
0: Yes, but I mean, we've come to like that in this movie of going country. <laughs> Yes! We come to, you know, John Wick and Nobody, two of our favorite, you know, those are both incredibly violent and both incredibly well-written and they are very well-paced. And then, you know, it's just everything about them is good. Good, good, good. Well, not everything, but most things about them are good. And this is one of those movies I think that fits into that category of it's good. There's, there's way more about this movie that's good and works than bad and doesn't work. Yeah, 100%. So if we're going to move to rate this, um, this is where I <laughs> – man oh man this for me wrath of man is an
1: eight okay
0: i just want to well, say it right there i mean it seven and, and a half so i wasn't too surprised but
1: no i mean i'm not surprised either i was going to go seven and a half as well um because listen it's not perfect but it's it's pretty darn good it's better than a lot of movies we've seen recently and that then that's okay and i mean listen it's a good action jason statham movie that's it's well written it's smart um and it's violent and like the cool violent way you know um with good gunplay and all that fun stuff so i i i have no problem Say you saying an eight that's cool seven and a half for me and that's that's fine
0: and i, I like the, i like you know we, we talked about tropes in invincible i like in this movie how i mean like most films you watch you know in the past 20 years um every most of the you know that the girl would have survived Heartnet would have survived a couple other guys inside the depot would have sur- You know, the, the guy at the yeah. gate would have survived. But, like, I just – it's more real if they don't. And I, I kind of appreciate that because it goes against tropes. And we're talking about trope, movie tropes. So, I mean, let's talk about one for real, real quick. I mean, this – it goes against almost everything about the good guys all survive and the
1: bad guys all die. You know, yeah. like,
0: that's that's kind of a play. Well, listen, thing.
1: Sometimes in real life, a lot of people die all the time. Well, of course.
0: I mean, and, yeah, no, I totally – that's what I – I mean, that's one of my biggest <laughs> problems with – the Marvel films, you don't really get much loss on the good character side, which I mean I don't want good characters to die, but you just can't always come out of every – you can't come out of every skirmish always on the upside, can you? I mean eventually you're going to pull it. You got to
1: have – well, if you, there's never consequences. That's all.
0: So I mean there's there's a lot about this movie to like. I think it's an eight. You guys gave it a seven and a half. That's a very respectable – Yeah. You know, that's a 24 out of 30. It's a very respectable score. So – is that, that twenty four? Seven, that's fifteen.
1: Twenty three, okay. buddy.
0: 23. <laughs> and I'm an <gonna> accountant. <laughs> but I have my calculator no at my good. <laughs> uh I have my ten key calculator with me at all times. So uh yeah, we were very lucky this week to have two things that we've uh, thoroughly enjoyed watching. So that doesn't happen very often. It does not happen often. So
1: No, I I'm I'm excited for more invincible too. So Yeah. Um uh, we we made the right call. It, it's excellent. So I think so. Uh, I mean, I if I had to put a, a, a number on the first four episodes, I'd probably put it like a, legitimately like an eight and a half or a nine.
0: I'd I definitely um, give it a nine. I would definitely say so. Nine.
1: Yeah, it's not perfect, but damn, it's good. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope we get a lot more of that. So I'm here yeah. for it.
0: All right. This has been episode 226 of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. New York time on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two. Rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell 1.
1: I am at Rod Stillion. Don't forget to check out
0: the check us out on Facebook. Also check us out on YouTube. And you can send us an email to For the Love of Cinema Podcast at gmail.com and next week we're going to be taking a look at spiral from the book of saw and those who wish me dead roger when was the last time we had two theatrical movies
1: good yeah, it's been a while i think it's been, it a while. been a while
0: well those who wish me dead is available theatrical and hbo online streaming so i mean there's that but i mean but isn't I mean, saw available on there no, too no Saw no? Is okay. only only theatrical um, and I'm excited because I'm, I'm hearing good things about Saw, and I I, I want to love it because I I've loved the original Saw in 2004. What? Well, yeah, 2004. I love that movie. Didn't not not so much. It just kind of went downhill after that. But I love the first one, so I still hold out hope that this one's going to be good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. Murdery things.